we would listen for you. That the other voices in our mind would quiet and that we would listen for your holy word. We thank you that you meet us here. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. So Romans chapter 12, just found on page 151 in the Pew Bibles, verses 1 through 3. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This sounds so good, but it is so hard. Not being conformed to this world, being transformed by the renewing of our minds. My default reaction to situations and life to life in general is to try with all of my power to take control when something is thrown at me which is what it often feels like just something being thrown I want to take it and to control it to carefully consider the options to worry about it Then make an action plan, a to-do list, put it on my calendar, to do everything I can to bend the world in such a way that fits my agenda and that I feel in control. I think I have some control issues. (laughs) And it is hard for me to trust that God is in control. Let's take, for example, last week's weather situation. Will the kids go to school? Will they not? What to do with them if they are home? My three children, eight-year-old twins and 11-year-old, had what the twins had the whole week off, and Maya had about five days, which that caused a problem, because that wasn't fair. Um, But there was just a lot of chaos last week, waiting until that 9 o'clock call of what will happen. And I know that I was not alone, because I read on Facebook. Everybody was freaking out. But it was so easy. It was my default 
to immediately worry and stress. What will we do? And eventually, probably seven days in, I just accepted it. And it was so much easier. And I think I went out and threw a snowball or something. Sometimes life doesn't work out like I think it should. And recently, when studying this text from Romans, it occurred to me that another way to translate this text is a very familiar slogan, Let go and let God. The scripture says, Don't be conformed to this world, or let go. Be transformed, let God. By the renewing of your minds. Let go, let God. It's a simple slogan, right? I have been trying to practice this in a new way lately, and I'm realizing that it's not as simple as it sounds. It's not simple for me because I hold tightly to things. I hold on with fear and anxiety and worry, and these are often the things that lead my decisions. So letting go of this grip, it's hard for me. When I do practice letting go, praying for God's help, letting God take the wheel, sometimes I have to admit that I wonder, is God going to really get the job done? Oddly enough, I seem to have more confidence in myself and less trust in God. I believe that trusting in God is a good idea, and I know I'm supposed to be able to do this, but if I'm honest, sometimes I don't. It's funny because I, when I have practiced letting go and letting God, I have been so pleasantly satisfied. I've been amazed, quite honestly. I have felt peace and satisfaction and some of the control and the worry and anxiety has moved to the side. So why don't I practice this all the time? I seem to have short-term memory or something like that because I forget how well things went when I surrendered and trusted God. Just recently I was faced with a big decision and something that was going to affect several people and I was really worried about it. I was, a, I was afraid of what the people that it was going to affect, how were they going to deal with this. I already had figured out in my mind what their response was going to be, because I also have that power to read minds. So I wanted to control what I was going to do. I was already controlling what they were going to do. And I was really just panicked and scared. And a friend suggested to me, why don't you pray about that. I thought, good idea. <laughs> I should try that. So I did. I practiced giving this up to God, saying, I'm really not sure what to do. Would you please help me? And then about an hour later, I grabbed onto it again and had all of my energy in this, but I practiced one more time. Forgive me, God. I took that back. I really want to let this go and get and let you handle the situation. When I gave up my control, 
to God. In this particular situation, I truly experienced peace. And that showed itself by me feeling less anxious, by being able to breathe, by being kinder to people around me. And they pointed that out to me. (laughs) By being able to relax and know it's going to be okay. I don't know, I don't know still exactly how, what will happen in the end, and I still am participating, but it's not me holding on with clenched fist, wanting to know exactly what's going to happen, bulldozing through. It's letting go and letting God. How about you? Do any of you struggle with this, letting go and letting God? Do you think it's possible? And how do you do it in your life? I am, again, learning that letting go and letting God is not a one-time lesson. It's not something that you just get to learn how to do and then you know how to do it every time. It is daily, if not hourly. It is to be practiced in every situation. And I believe that when we practice this with vigilance, it becomes more natural but I haven't gotten there yet. I have to constantly pray to God, renew my mind, because it's my tendency to conform to the world, to be scared, to want to fix things, to control. This is my way. Let me follow your way. And then step to the side and trust. What are you experiencing these days that might need changing of your mind? Maybe it's something that you've carried with you all of your days. Or maybe you are faced this day with some serious challenges, either financially or concerns about a loved one. Maybe you're feeling angry or sad or lonely. Maybe you are holding on to something so tight And practicing talking to God about taking this from you might be an alternative. Talking to God, I think that's key with this slogan, let go and let God. That is what our text is teaching us today. There's no special formula, no right or wrong way. Everyone can practice. And here's a sample statement that I've thought of for letting go and letting God. Simply say, God, I don't know what to do with this situation. Fill in the blank. I need help. I want to give this to you. Please help me to scoot out of the way and let you handle this. Then if you are like me, probably within an hour, you will be jumping back in and taking it away from God. But that's okay. Because then you can again say or pray, God, forgive me for getting in your way. Clearly I have a problem trusting you. It's hard for me to do. But again, I need help. Will you please take this? And may I be open to follow your lead. Some people use... God boxes when trying to let go and let God. I haven't tried this yet, but I understand it's writing down what it is that we need to give up and putting it in 
this box as a symbol of handing it over to God. So if you have a big test coming up, you can write test on the sheet of paper and put it in your box. Or if there is a relationship that is difficult, you can write the name of the person you're worried about something to write it down and put it in the box I would probably need to write it many times and keep on putting in the box but that's okay because we practice surrendering to God and waiting to see how God will handle things somebody asked me after the early service well does that mean we just sit passively maybe I don't think it's a matter of not being an active person. And I told her this was a whole other sermon, so I'm going off script here. But I think what we do is we we do different behavior. We don't cling, or what I try to do, not cling, not to hold on, not to be anxious, not to worry, not to try to control, but to truly say, I'm giving this up, and I'm listening, and I'm waiting, and it's awkward. But I want to trust, I want to know your way, God. And I want to move over and listen. So I invite us to practice this this week, or even just today. Start with something simple. Letting go and letting God. Trusting God as best as we know how, with whatever we are able to give up and to let God handle. And doing this from a position of knowing that God desires good for us. God's outcome for us is one of grace and mercy and love and justice and peace. And so giving this over is such good news for what things can look like for us. I have discovered when I am able to do this that I am freed up to be the person that God created me to be. I am more present and less anxious and kind. And most of all, I am not trying to be God. I am instead trusting God and living as God's beloved child. So I encourage us this day to hear these words to not be conformed to this world, to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, trusting in our God who loves and cares for each one of us. Let us pray.